You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Mankir Najla, and we are speaking to Trisha Dolku. She is United Way BC Strategic Initiatives Manager, Community Impact and Investment. We're going to be talking all about the Schools Out programs that provide some wonderful educational support, but I'll let Trisha give you the details. Trisha, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks so much for having me, and good morning. Now, tell us about the Schools Out program. Yeah, for sure. So Schools Out is an initiative that focuses on the critical hours of 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. right after school. And it really provides kids that most need it a safe and welcoming environment where they feel safe to participate in structured, active, focused, and explicit recreational and learning activities. And they're surrounded by responsible program staff who are there for them and really care for them. And how has the enrollment been for these programs? Do you find there's a growing need? Absolutely. The need has been off the charts. In fact, one of our programs in East Vancouver, it currently has a wait list of 40 kids on it. We have parents who are reaching out saying, hey, I really want to get my kid in the program. And we're like, oh, sorry, we cannot overwhelm the staff because we only have so many spaces. So definitely the need is very high. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate that the resources are limited. And, you know, what is significant, especially about you mentioned that 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. hours? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think everyone is very clear on the benefits of school time learning and what happens, um, you know, from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. But when it comes to those three, uh, critical after school hours of 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., that's really a window of opportunity for a lot of kids to achieve holistic development, and it extends beyond that traditional school day. I think a lot of uh, parents and families who are listening might be familiar with um, uh, some of the more um, expensive kind of after-school supports that can be available. Uh, some of them might be able to afford sending their kids to, you know, swimming lessons or karate. Uh, I, I know I've heard had conversations with some parents who send their kids to Kumon. But it's really unfortunate that in this current state that we're in with high inflation, high costs, and uh, some of our families, including uh, single-parent households, having to make some difficult choices around costs to cut. And unfortunately, what the things that they do end up cutting if they're having to make the choice between putting food on the table and their child's development and future um, growth is that after-school time. And so... That's where we really come in with the Schools Out initiative, where we ensure that that quality program is available for the kids who most need it, uh, might be facing socioeconomic barriers, might be from some priority populations that uh, typically uh, don't have that same equitable stepping stone as uh, some other families, uh, you know, newcomers to Canada uh, or Indigenous populations, just to name a few. And, you know, I think one of the things that I'm hearing from you is, of course, there is this growing need. And do you find the pandemic has really pushed a lot more people to be interested in programs like this? Absolutely. And I'm sure a lot of our uh, the teachers and educators and folks who directly work with uh, kids that are listening to this right now uh, can attest to the fact that with the pandemic and the interrupted learning and um, gap in socialization that a lot of our kids face, they're seeing an uptick in um, mental uh, wellness supports that are needed and a lot of struggles that kids and youth are having. And that's one of the reasons why these after-school programs are so important because the kids 
they're able to access that safe and comfortable space. They feel welcome. Sometimes there are things that kids want to talk about that they don't necessarily feel comfortable asking their parents about or their teachers about because they're worried that they're going to get in trouble. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, sometimes I would be a little nervous to ask, you know, my mom some questions. But it's always important to have that role model, whether it's an older youth mentor who a lot of uh, we have a lot of in our uh, schools out programs or that adult mentor in that after school space when you're in that relaxed environment to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. And that's just really key with uh, this environment that we're currently in, unfortunately, this uh, post-COVID recovery. I, I, one of the things I've observed as well is that when kids don't have access to those role models and those safe spaces in this um, environment where they're struggling with mental wellness is that uh, they tend to act out. They tend to get involved in uh, activities and things that they necessarily shouldn't, and that's because they're led down the wrong path. But we know that when kids are in those safe and comfortable spaces, when they have access to those responsible adults, when they're in structured activities, that give them that opportunity to practice their social and emotional regulation skills, that give them their opportunity to practice English or to learn um, about giving back to the community, that it's really vital. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think to keep programs like this going, because obviously they play such an important part, how important are donations? They are absolutely vital. Uh, our school's that initiative, it relies 100% on donations and Without it, uh, we're not able to implement uh, these after-school programs across the province. Just this past year, we were able to support over 6,700 kids across the province in 54 schools out programs. And that's not just in Lower Mainland and Fraser Valley. That's also on uh, Central and Northern Vancouver Island. That's also in the interior. And again, it's just absolutely needed because we know with the current environment we're in, we do have an aging population that is moving towards retirement, and we need to get kids ready and comfortable with joining the workforce as well. And one of the starting steps to that is making sure that they have that confidence, they have those social and emotional regulation skills um, so that they can grow as they transition into high school, into being responsible youth and starting those um, first jobs as they're entering the workforce. Exactly. And I know that with this program, it mostly focuses on kids in elementary schools. So how important is it especially, you know, to get get kids, you know, on the right path at that particular time of their life? You know, once kids are in the program and they're connected in, they really just thrive. Mm. The first few days, it's always funny observing because you'll have kids that are shy. Maybe they're quiet. Uh, just Weeks back, I was uh, chatting with uh, a kid that I had first seen back in September. They were very shy. They were nervous to speak in front of others. I think it's because they weren't that confident with English. They had just come to Canada. And so when I saw them again in June, the transformation, it was like night and day. They're just like, yep, 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 chatting away, telling me about all their favorite things, all the friends they made. And I was like, oh, that's great. This kid is now on the right path. Oh, no, that's wonderful to hear. And, you know, of course, uh, Trisha, we're just a couple weeks away from the start of school here. So what would be your advice, you know, for families on setting up their kids for going back? Yeah, one of the things I would tell parents, I mean, obviously, you know, they're uh, focused on back to school, getting all those uh, back to school uh, kits and supplies ready. 
while uh, making sure that their kids uh, know who their teachers are. I would say don't forget about those critical after-school hours, which is what School Out is all about, because that's really when you see a lot of that development in that informal learning environment, and that really pays a big role in uh, a kid's future. Teachers know which kids have been through summertime programming, which kids are being able to access that after-school learning, and it, you can tell in a child's development. And so I would tell them to pay keen attention to that and to tell their own kids, you know, if they're able to afford to pay for quality after-school programming, um, work on developing those empathy skills and make friends with kids that maybe they typically wouldn't make friends with at school who can't afford that kind of quality programming because those friendships, they can last a long time and they make such a big difference. Certainly. And, you know, Tricia, if people, they want to, you know, donate or they want to get more information, sign their kids up, where do they need to go? I would recommend that folks visit our website at uwbc.ca. You can scroll down the website and be added to our newsletter. Or if you'd prefer to have an email conversation, you can email info at uwbc.ca. Mention schools out and we'll get connected. Thank you so much for your time, Trisha. We really appreciate it. And is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? I would add, don't forget about the kids, everyone. Really important to make sure kids are able to access those safe spaces and those responsible mentors. So if you're thinking about how you can make a difference, think about Schools Out. And again, visit our website at uwbc.ca and you can help a kid access a quality mentor today. Thank you so much for your time. You take care. Bye-bye.